When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, we're Tegan and Sarah. And you are listening to Soul Sisters. Hey guys, welcome back to Soul Sisters. I'm Jesse Katz. I'm Dara Golub. And uh, yeah, coming at you from Midtown, New York City. <laughs> In the library. In the library. Um, With the microphone. <laughs> and I don't I don't remember what else is part of Clue. Well, it would have been, uh, been a while. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Just I don't somebody's know. name. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we did that. Right. <laughs> it's been a while. Clue is one of my favorite movies, though, of all time. Yeah, it's a great one. Oh, my God. Classic. Classic. Tim Have Curry. Have we talked about that on the podcast? This is ringing Clue? a bell. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> That'd be amazing if we've, if we've like, talked ourselves back out of things and yeah. we're talking about Clue again. <laughs> right. No. Bernadette Peters. Oh, the best. No, no. Not Bernadette Peters. But she's Who's the, the other one? The one from... Um, who was like... She, she passed away. Um, and she was in History of the World... Mm. Oh, this is going to kill me. Okay. Oh, All right. Well, we'll have to figure this out. <laughs> okay. Part two in yes. the next episode. Yeah. You remember the name of this actress. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, good music in that movie, too. Yeah. So how are you? I'm good. Good. Yeah. It's Friday. It is Friday. Um, Friday the 13th. Oh, my God. That's right. Yeah. Are you superstitious? I liked, like, in my rational mind, I'm not. I, I'm able to talk myself out of it, but, like, there's a bit of a spook yeah, like I can, I can feel it. Yeah, I feel a little spook. Are you afid of like jinxing things? Like, do you have any? I knock on wood. Do you? Okay. <laughs> you know, I think it's very Jewish to be superstitious. I think that's right, but also to have the like, to rational mind to to not actually be scared of it. Is that Jewish I think also? So. <laughs> <laughs> because because I don't think there's an actual fear of like a god who will do anything or like right, something right, right. that no, will actually totally. happen, but that just like It's probably it, more born out of the fear that like something bad is always going to happen to yes, us. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> right. So we should do everything we can to to ward right. that off. Two, two. Oh yeah. yeah. I think my great grandparents used to do that. Um Anyway, yeah. Yeah, but it's going to be a great day. I feel good. Uh, well, I feel like you just jinxed it. And I'm <laughs> never going to leave this closet until it's October 14th. <laughs> anyway, uh, we have a really cool episode for you all today. It is Tegan and Sarah Day on Soul Sister. Look at that big smile. It's very exciting. I've been chasing them for a I, long time. I know. I'm And I'm so disappointed I wasn't there. I mean, they're just the ultimate <sighs> guest know. for us. They're sisters. <laughs> <laughs> and 
they're like iconic indie artists they're queer they just like are so emblematic of so many important things that we try to address on the show and they're so inspirational and they're just so great to talk to i just had a lovely time with and them. you caught up with them at the meadows festival yeah and I was pouring sweat, especially when I started talking to them. It was like, I was just a little bit hot right before we started rolling. And then I think I got like so excited and nervous to talk to them. The heat plus the nerves. Yeah. Like at a certain point, you'll hear me actually like call out my sweat mustache because I needed to remove it with the back of my hands. And they were very sweet about it. But they looked perfect. <laughs> they didn't seem to be affected by the heat at all. I guess that's Why what happens is that? when what you're celebrity? just like... like that? How does that happen? I don't know. Because they... Yeah, I don't know, because they have really good makeup artists, right, probably. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure they were sweaty, too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they were great. So I'm really excited to share this with you guys and to share it with you, Dar, yes. because you couldn't be there. So um, yeah, that's it. Fucking Tegan and Sarah. Let's go. On Soul Sisters. Tegan and Sarah. What's Tegan up? and Sarah. What's up? Hi. Hi. Welcome to Soul Sisters slash the Meadows Festival slash middle of a parking lot. Underneath Slash the train tracks. Yep. yep. <laughs> a lot of things happening here. Yeah. It's yeah. a good location. Yeah. <laughs> Very central. The Thank you. about the planes. Yeah, right. We thought if we're near an airport and a subway well, what would and be a worse stage. for audio? Yes. <laughs> right between a subway and airport and that uh, stage that's happening right now. You know, it's we awesome. have to rise to the challenge. If we're not interesting enough, people can choose something else to listen to in this recording. <laughs> Next time someone comes in and wants to interview us and turn the air conditioning off and get it super quiet and pauses us every time a loud noise happens, I'm going to actually pull no. this up on the internet. Yeah, exactly. This like, interview. That's not necessary. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be like, well, somebody would disagree with yeah. you and your sound. <laughs> someone thought sound quality on a podcast was not necessary <laughs> at all. Anyway, what's going on? It's uh, it's your last show of the tour officially. Yes, it is. Yes, you're yeah. going on in like in an hour, two hours, something, something like, like that. that. Yeah, okay. we go on at 5 p.m. Nice on a Friday afternoon. Uh -huh. So I ex we we're expecting a large crowd. Yes, happy hour crowd. <laughs> yeah, happy hour people who apparently didn't go to work today. Right, or ducked out uh, a little early. I'm such a Virgo. Like I'm like. Yeah. I'm like, what does that mean? I, it just means like I am too. Like so I'm tell just, me. I just like have this like, like of course people are not gonna like get off work early enough. For like this. I'm like imagining everyone like getting to the train late and missing our set. <laughs> and I don't even care. Like I don't have like an ego about it. I just have dreams where I'm like I'm a very organized person. So yeah, like, yeah, yeah. A five o'clock anything always right. stresses me out. Yeah. Well, traffic is terrible. Yeah. Like I don't like to do yoga at five. Right. I don't like to meet people for drinks at five. That's fair. I will remind you in New York, you can't really get to a train late. Like there will yeah. be another train. Yeah, that's true. I mean, the trains are always late, but the when people are No, when I lived in New York, I was very stressed if I had missed a train, even if it only meant <laughs> really? three more minutes. Oh, well, because back then, they probably didn't they have worked. those, like, timers that told you when the next no, train was coming. No, they did. Oh, they did? Think? I didn't live here in the 1800s. Like, I was well. here just a couple of years ago. Oh, I didn't realize I love it was that timers. recent. It's, it's recent-ish. Okay, okay. It's recent-ish, but I mean, You're like, right. I had, sorry. I had uh -oh. the timers. The interview's the not timers. going well. I loved the timers, and when <laughs> it's basically, like, my whole life is sort of, like, policing the world. Like, I just am, like... This, this train was supposed to be here at 6.03, and, like, I like being able to, like, determine, like, yeah. how systems are working and if they're right. working on time and that sort of thing. So I actually really appreciate the subway train clocks. Yeah. Is that a Virgo thing? I think it's just being an asshole thing, yeah. probably. <laughs> When's your birthday? August 29th. Oh, you're an early Virgo, which is really different. We're late Virgos. We're the 19th. They're okay. Early Early Virgos are disasters. You're usually smart and have charisma and stuff, right. but, like, ugh, I bet your car's just a mess. Yeah, it's true. True, right? It's true. Yeah, I've known a lot of early Virgos. Wait, so what's the sign of a late Virgo? 
organized, particular. All the better traits? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, we're like, take all the good things about being an early Virgo, yeah. but like, get rid of all the bad things. So we're kind of like, just the perfect version. But then we have a okay. lot of like, soulless, cold, aloof Libra qualities. Like, oh, okay, okay. Like, so I look I mean, back at like, emails I wrote that were like, so heartfelt, like, just open heart pouring. And I look back on them and I'm like, it sounds, it sounds like a stone wrote it. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So you're working on with that? someone stoned. Yeah. <laughs> no, someone, sorry. Cold-hearted and high. Yeah. It's a bad combination. Yeah. 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 Um, anyway, so last show of the tour. Yeah. Are you ready to say, like, goodbye on to the next? Or is it like, man? Uh, you know what? I mean, this was, technically this is the, a, a sh the shortest record cycle ever because yeah. we only toured, we'll only have toured this record just over a year. Okay. Usually we tour much longer, so it actually feels oh, really that awesome. It's so long to me. Though, it is no, it is long. That's the thing. Is but that for you guys? It, no, but it's like this is manageable because this was long and it was exhausting and it's awesome. Like we went to Europe twice and we went to Asia and we went to, like all over North America like multiple times. We went to Australia. Like it's a lot of touring, so I feel really excited to be done. I feel like instead of ending a cycle, which I usually do, feeling exhausted, I actually feel really excited and energized. And so this fall, we're gonna actually go out and do a month. Um, in North America playing our record, The Con, which turned 10 years old, we're going out and playing a month of dates, which I would normally never agree to because I would normally be so tired from a record cycle. I would be like, absolutely yeah. not. Let's put out a book or something and be yeah, done yeah. with it. But now I'm like, oh, I'm really excited. Yeah, I'm excited. I mean, I'll be glad to be off the road. It's, it's, um, this Thanksgiving will be done. Right. And it's probably going to be a few years before we tour again. And I'm okay. really excited about that. I'm like, what will I learn? Yeah, what skills yeah. will I learn? What things will I, uh, like what hobbies will I pick up? Like how will I develop as a person? I'm very excited to find out. Do you usually pick up new hobbies on a tour? No, but I think two <laughs> years off the road, I'm gonna try. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna yeah. learn, I, my goals are to learn a language, get a Do hobby. you know which one? Yeah, I'm gonna learn Italian. Nice. I've already started. Bene. Yeah, ciao. <laughs> Yeah, there yeah. you go. As you know, there's a huge influx of Italian people living in America now, and they're considering making it the second language. You know what? And now it's going to sound insane, but I just there isn't a lot of Italian people, and my girlfriend speaks Italian, and I'm really excited to talk uh, shit about go. people. There we go. There we have it. Okay. I'm excited to be somewhere public and talk shit about people yeah, in Italian. Yeah, I know. Oh, it's such a good secret weapon. Yeah, like what? I've been like, what? French, Spanish? I mean, everybody <laughs> speaks that. No. <laughs> Trying to be original over here. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you go to Italy, and then. No. Yeah, you can speak English as your secret language. Yeah. Um, have you guys started rehearsing for the contour? No, we are uh, finishing these shows and then we actually go back now to LA to do okay, the okay, rehearsals. Because okay. I wonder what how that will feel to start playing that older stuff again. I mean, I know you like you play some of it in your shows yeah. now, but like to really dwell on that again. It's actually been cool. I've been yeah. learning. I mean, I guess when I think of rehearsal, I think of like organized rehearsal. I've been okay. like playing the songs yeah, at yeah. home on piano and that sort of thing. Right. Um, it's great. I'm trying to be very like, just be in the moment and sing the songs. My tendency is actually to get really critical of them and to be like, why didn't I write a bridge? Or wow, yeah. just these two chords through the whole thing, huh? Like interesting. Or uh, you know, like but you it's can't. Like, you can't tinker with it, right? I'm gonna tinker. I'm going to tinker a little bit. Slightly, yes, you can. Yeah. You totally but not. Can. But fans will go nuts. If no, no, they not catch unrecognizable. Okay. Not unrecognizable. <laughs> okay. But I also don't have any interest in going out and playing the songs as they were on the record. Yeah. Like we, we purposefully uh, decided to do a more stripped down tour because we wanted to have that freedom. The, one of my biggest criticisms of that album actually mm -hmm. is that it. Um, it was incredibly challenging and dense to play it. There was four billion ideas on those songs. Like, I mean, we just threw down everything. Yeah. And it made the songs sometimes feel weird when we tried to do them as they were. Yeah. And I'm actually really looking forward to giving them a ton of space and just having 
the most important things that should be there be there. And um, but the most important things, meaning the things the fans will miss if they weren't there. So okay, okay. I don't think anyone will be. I mean, people always there's always someone who complains like you play the song the way it was and they say, I don't know. It just doesn't sound like it did on yeah. the record. And then you play it totally different. and They're like, I don't know. It's I like the version <laughs> on the record better. You know, it's just you just have to do your thing. We, yeah. I will say this. We did spend the whole last year playing a bunch of old songs re yeah. reworked and everybody loved it. They freaked out. So I think sometimes you got to give people what they want, even if they don't know they want it. Totally. Don't worry about it. Right, right, We'll give right. you a good, trust us. Yeah. It's like, I feel like Bob Dylan is like the most extreme version of that, where he plays songs and you're like, I don't know what song that is. And at yeah, the end we're you're not like, oh, I that. think that was Blowing in the Wind. Never yeah, yeah. would have known. Not going to do that. Yeah, yeah, don't yeah. worry. We're not going to pull But it can be very cool. Sure. Yeah. Sure. This, this is about, like Sarah said, stripping back some of the layers and giving you the essence of the song. Yeah. Nice. I have like a sweat mustache and sweat all over my Look entire great. body. I just want to tell everyone, if, in case you're listening and not watching the video, that's what's happening over here. It's totally fine. These, Sweaty parking lot. These new cam cameras they have, they don't, they're not revealing or unflattering at all. Yeah, you're you know? not catching the sweat, guys, right? No. Okay. They're like, oh, we're not filming yet. Yeah. <laughs> you never saw like, action. oh, did you say a roll? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, what was it? Oh, so let's talk about the covers album yeah. that you just announced. That's fucking crazy. Crazy, yeah, crazy lineup. How did you choose the artists on the album? Well, the day that we started approaching people, Sarah had started with a list, and both of us, she called Lauren from Churches, and I called Haley from Paramore, and they yeah. both agreed, like, kind of on the spot, which yeah. was really cool. And then we asked one artist at a time, really, because okay. we were really, Sarah and I executive produced it, and we wanted to curate as much diversity as possible, and yeah. we really wanted to kind of flip how things normally are. Usually it's just all men with one token woman, and we kind of were like, let's flip that. And we wanted every artist to be LGBTQ or an LGBTQ ally. Yeah. Because we're raising funds for our foundation, which is raising funds for organizations that center women and girls in the LGBTQ community. So we really wanted that. Um, so it was, it was just like one artist at a time, and it would be like, all right, we landed more of like an alternative artist, so we need to move in this direction. And, oh, okay, and cool. um, so was did they choose the songs that they were going to cover? The first couple did. Yeah, but the, okay. we, when we called Lauren and Haley, we sort of just said, would you guys be into this? And they yeah. both had specific songs they wanted to do. But okay. for the most part, we actually just would give a song to a person. And if they wanted to do it, great. And if they didn't, then we would try to find an artist to do that song before yeah. we would move on to the next song. Awesome. And it was, it, was, it was like a process. I mean, it was months it took of months. Yeah. It took yeah. months because you'd yeah. wait. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Until that person confirmed and their team confirmed and then move on to the next person. Because it's like, didn't want to put too many requests out. And 
in the end, I think it is a really amazing and solid group of people. Like my only heartbreak on the whole thing was we both had talked at the beginning about landing a big pop star or a big hip hop artist. Yeah. And we went out to like quite a few and it just, that was the one, a lot of the artists we love are making records and touring and there was a lot of like maybe down the yeah, road. Just either people who actually had like, for example, Miley Cyrus had expressed, has been an ally. Yeah, she's and like, and she's yeah. just someone who has always been really nice to us and I know for specifically she loved the song Call It Off and so we actually went straight to her camp and said, would Miley be able to do this? And she was in the middle of her album stuff and she just couldn't it. do it. So yeah. like we, we did try to secure like somebody that we knew everyone would be like, whoa, that's so cool. And, right. Um, but Which I think we did. I mean, the, yeah. the hype about like Paris and, and you know, Haley, I mean, they're both artists who have just unbelievable audiences, like passionate, really, really excitable audiences. And getting like Ryan Adams and Cindy Lauper, where other. Yeah, fucking Cindy Lauper. Like. Yeah. Like that was a big deal for us too, because in the end, in a strange way, although it was not the intention initially, we ended up yeah. getting a lot of artists who have had really integral roles in our career. Like Ryan yeah. Adams was one of the first big tours we ever did. And truly after that tour, we could go out and actually sell out theaters because yeah. of him. And That's a perfect song for him too. Back in your oh head, he yeah. kills it. Yeah. I got to listen to the album and that was, so yeah. So we're, we're thrilled. And so that that comes out on the 20th of October, but yeah. the pre-order starts on our birthday next week and we're really nice. excited about it and just humbled. Humbled that so many artists, I mean, it was really easy. One, like the artists that did do it, they just, they donated their time, they were on board. Yeah. They've been so supportive and we're just thrilled that you know, we're really hoping that to raise quite a bit of money for for organizations that really need it right now. So, yeah. yeah, and they all did it for free, right? Yeah, that's and their labels waived. Like you know, all of us are signed to labels. Like yeah. they have to give permission, and all right. the labels agreed. Our publisher and label like have agreed to donate proceeds. Like it's a it's a really big deal. Like yeah. it's really very cool. Like a lot of people coming together to give back to the community, and I hope. Totally. I think everyone's gonna love the music, I but I hope everyone loves executive it. producer. Yeah. Either, unfortunately, <laughs> oh, okay. so well, really, we can only start donating once my executive producer role has been. Yeah, played. Sarah's a dick, but everyone else was <laughs> yeah, awesome. Like, Imagine yeah. it comes out. Tegan and Sarah took took You're a like, huge. But that's also a Virgo took thing. Took a huge so. bonus. Yeah. A huge bonus before the record went out. I earned it. No, it's been awesome. This is a really cool experience. It's really fun experience. Yeah. yeah. Um, I have a question for you guys about the foundation. You have already done so much for the community just by leading by example and the way you speak and write your music and everything, but what was the tipping point for you where you were like, mm, we need to like actually do something that's tangible like this, that's like gonna give money to the community? I mean, it's a learning curve for us. Like yeah. we've always done charitable stuff, and mm -hmm. tr truthfully, it was kind of like all over the place. Like someone came to us and said, like there was a fire, help. We'd be like, sure. It's like we need to help whatever like otters we'd be like yes we want to help otters like so your accountant was like can you point. stop just like writing personal <laughs> checks for well also we it. just were like instead of being reactive we were like can we is there an area of our activism that we can be proactive in it made no it made no sense to sort of get involved in some of this other stuff um officially but w with with the lgbtq stuff we were like this is in our wheelhouse it's a no-brainer and if we could be more proactive and strategic in in moving money from where it is and where we have access to it to the places where it isn't we were like this is just it's it for us it's it's purposeful but it's also i think what should probably be required of most of us who get up to a certain level like there's just silly money sometimes that gets thrown at you and to me it's like why not give back especially to the community that's supporting you yeah. and then i think the other thing that we started to learn as we started to put this uh foundation together is that mm -hmm. there's actually a lot of amazing work being done it's just being done in sort of siloed kind of ways and uh we're because of our visibility we can sort of draw attention to a lot of different areas and a lot of different organizations and so it really becomes about about amplifying their work and less about us being like we're 
rushing into like whatever. We're just yeah. saying, hey, we have a big mouthpiece and totally. big mouths, so we are happy to <laughs> amplify the amazing people on the ground doing this stuff already. Yeah. And so it's been um, it's been very rewarding and very also just like intellectually very stimulating to sort uh -huh. of like learn a totally different world. Like yeah. we're in the music business, we know it backwards and forwards. But to you get mean into like the nonprofit world, the nonprofit world, money, yeah. philanthropy, politics, identity <laughs> politics. For a second, like, I thought you meant the music industry was a nonprofit, and I was like, kind of. Oh, yeah, yeah you're is. right. Yeah, for all. only for the artists. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you're right. We had a ton of experience in the nonprofit. Yeah, right. Yeah. As well. No, it's yeah. been so it's been so cool, and I feel like. We're meeting a totally different kind of person too. Like yeah. we spent years with journalists and industry folks and radio people, and now you know we spend a lot of our time with people who are like working in social justice or working in nonprofits or working yeah. at HRC or Planned Parenthood. Right. And it's like it's just super cool to sort of all of a sudden be sort of thrust into a totally different ecosystem. And for us, it's been very rewarding. Yeah. You guys are also great just in your like Twitter feed spotlighting artists that you love. And then it's like cool to see a group like Muna show up on the album where it's like, oh yeah, like you guys are actually showing improving, I guess. Like we love them and we're gonna We honestly work with them. have I think we have a career because artists took a chance on us. You know, artists like Ryan Adams or Cindy Lauper, the killers, I mean they took us out on tour. Neil Young is who gave us our first record deal. So we've lived and survived and thrived in the music business because of artists taking a chance and taking us out on tour. Yeah. So it's always been a part of what we give back. It's one of the first things that we did was always try to find emerging artists, artists that wouldn't traditionally be given a big tour and, and fill our support acts with those kinds of artists. Yeah. And, we, and we were often encouraged not to do that. Don't don't put another queer artist on. Don't put right, an right, artist right. that's a woman on. And that's pretty much You can't have two of those things Never. In the same place. So now we book two before, so now there's three. There's so much, right. you know, um, so much pussy. It's unreal. <laughs> so, but I, no, I think for us, we saw it as an opportunity, a very easy way for us to give back. And we yeah. also, we did not have mentors. You know, a lot of the really big yeah, queer artists you. out there, I've never even met. Yeah. You know, when we were coming up, there was such a generation gap between the most sort of well-known, invisible queer artists right. and us right. that we were sort of on our own. And yeah. so we created a community. We're insane. I met Grace Mitchell the other day, like literally like forced my way onto her and was like, if you need anything. I was like the mafia or something. I was like, here's my number. You call me if you need we anything. Got you. I was like, who is this little elf? And but <laughs> I think that we have to support the next generation. There needs yeah. to be a cross-generational support. Sarah and I are still very relevant and can hold the door open for a lot of artists. And while we're still relevant, I think we should. And artists like Shora and Muna and Shamir and like some of the more developing artists and emerging artists that are on the Con Covers record, yeah. these are artists who are going to lead in. They are the next wave of right. you know open, queer-identified artists who are changing things. And they're not identifying in the same way as we did and like mm -hmm. it's really cool it's you know they're transcending so much that we had to deal with very easily and it's really cool and uh yeah i think we see it as like in a strange way even though it's not necessarily about the foundation it's another way for us to give back and it costs nothing totally it's just visibility like yeah, yeah, yeah. use our social media for good like right. you know amplify artists that wouldn't necessarily get heard and 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 use our platform it's a really fun way to do something that you know, should be done. I think yeah. art, like Sarah said earlier, it should be expected of artists with power and privilege and a platform to give it back. Yeah. Do you think that that sentiment keeps you guys going in that world in the sense that a lot of us wake up every morning and we look at Twitter, we read the news and we're like, fuck it, forget it, going I'm back out, to I'm bed, out. hiding for the next three years, like can't handle it. But I mean, you guys probably have those private moments too. I I live in that moment. Yeah, I think that but is that, that just like fuel just to the fire. She's starting or? a cult called Asteroid. It's, it's called what? It's actually a religion. Sorry, a religion <laughs> called Asteroid. 
because we worship the asteroid and we're just desperate. We're waiting for <laughs> it. Hoping, for yeah. Actually, the great thing about uh, the great thing about an asteroid, it's not like Revelations or Heaven or yeah, whatever, yeah. where you actually have to prepare to go somewhere else. The asteroid just ends it all. You don't have to prepare ends at all. Ends misery. Yeah. It's a great religion. It's very base. <laughs> oh my you know? God. Um, you know what? I I feel just as probably disillusioned and cynical as anyone about social media, but yeah. I do think that there is an exercise. Uh, I think there is. A, I think it is an exercise to constantly be thinking like, what am what am I promoting? What am I putting my energy yeah. into? If if we just battle forward through the muck and just try to be positive, will that yield other positive, you know, things? And for the most part, I think I think that is true. I, I, I hesitate to say that I don't think that we contribute something other than positivity. Sometimes I think that we are very critical and we definitely yeah. have become much more political. But my hope is that it's actionable. Like it's not just yeah, like... critical isn't necessarily um, I mean, I mean, it's negative. It's I don't, not, it can be yeah. productive. So I think as long as there's like, it's actionable. Like I don't just say like, oh my God, the world is horrible. I mean, to my friends and family I do. But like when we use our social media, I try to say like, Okay, this is this is bad. Yeah. But here's a phone number you can call. Like, use your use your words. Yeah. Call your senator. Call yeah. your elected official. Like, right. that feels like a We're way to be political. We're not trying to create despair. We're acknowledging the despair and then giving you somewhere to put it. And then every once in a while, like I think about like, you know, all the discord, like the, the discord around like why doesn't this big pop star talk about politics or why aren't they using their platform? Yeah. I I hesitate to sort of encourage everyone to steamroll into the social media world with their political beliefs I think that I don't know if I don't know if that would have the desired effect but I do think that like Tegan was talking about earlier like I think that we we think about our we think about our career and our fans and our our reach both personally and professionally all yeah. the time yeah. and I don't know that everyone should be a mouthpiece for the Democratic Party or anti whatever I just hope that everyone is sort of like participating um, and and creating good environments and positive environments and some of those artists are I know a lot of artists who don't want to talk politically about things yeah but they have you know, they they hire tons of women, or the tons of queer people, or they yeah, yeah, yeah. they do have good politics, or, or they, they show you know, up in a way that's really useful. You know, a lot of people in the social justice world will tell you there's many ways to show up: time, energy, money, money, money. And I think that that's kind of great. And Sarah and I, you know, we don't necessarily have all the money, but we have the time, we have the energy, we have the platform. We're willing to do the work, read, learn, educate ourselves, go take those meetings. Yeah. People see us coming too. Like we're like we're the people like are like, oh my god such a big fan of your work have you considered doing x y and z like i think people see us coming sometimes and they're like ah run away from them they're gonna shame us into something so and we are and we are and someone i think, should hire you to like hand out those flyers on subway platforms and stuff like no, you see, would actually get people to take them. i think productive produ productivity wise <laughs> i never have understood why people do anything outside of grocery stores or on subway platforms i know i've never I, seen no, I read, no no i read those clipboards they call them like yeah, those people yeah, yeah, yeah. they raise millions of dollars a year i mean there must be a reason why they're, they're totally. still doing it yeah. it's annoying it's oh, annoying. I, it, it makes me feel stressed out because I feel like a cruel person. Like, I'm actually a very nice Canadian person, so I always want to, like, yeah. talk to the people. Like, be <laughs> right. like, no, it's, I'm from Ohio. I need same. to exactly give you my, the rundown of my next three hours, and yeah. that's why I can't stop. Right. Not because I hate dolphins or children, you know? So like, we're going to spend the next ten minutes talking about why exactly, I'm too busy just, to have this conversation. I, like, I signed it. Yeah. I signed it. Whatever. Here, yeah, so that's a in. very Virgo thing, is not to say, oh, I'm yeah, sorry, yeah. I'm, I'm unable to. We have to explain. explain why we're I did not it at a yeah. restaurant the other day. We overordered, uh -huh. my girlfriend and I, and, and the waiter came over and kind of looked he looked multiple times and then yeah. he was like so do you want all this packed up and I said 
no and he gave me such a look like I had literally just taken food out of the mouths of hungry children kind of look and I was yeah. like which in we a way actually over well yeah I, but I was like oh we actually over order and he just spun around and walked off and I turned to my girlfriend and was like isn't that that was so rude and he she was like you don't have to explain <laughs> to everyone like he didn't need to know and I'm like but, but he did need to know he looked at me like I did something wrong he should have told us not to order so much food that's an Italian thing too it's so insulting not to finish the food Ugh, well you know what we were in a mall all yeah. right and I wasn't gonna carried around all day I'd garlic broccoli you know so funny all right you guys have a show to play so I will let you go Um, but the tour next door starts in October covers album is out in October so October is the month October is a big month for it that's all you need to know step aside Halloween yeah well I was gonna say do you have Halloween costumes picked out uh, do you guys do no. that? No, we're playing We're playing on Halloween. We are. Maybe we'll dress up like Tegan and Sarah 10 years ago to celebrate the con. Pretty much. Green stripes in her face. Amazing. I'll cut a mullet into Sarah's head. <laughs> Maybe I'll wear a mullet wig. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like it. It's a good plan. Yeah. All right. Thanks, guys. Thank you very much. <laughs> Absolutely. Nice to see you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.